Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Nori with you. Mark Gober back with us, author whose worldview has turned upside down in the late 2016 era when he was exposed to world-changing science. This science suggested that contrary to mainstream assumptions, consciousness is not produced by the brain. After researching extensively, he wrote an end to upside-down thinking, to introduce the general public to these cutting-edge ideas and in an effort to encourage a global shift in scientific and existential thinking, Mark is now a partner at Sherpa Technology Group in Silicon Valley, a firm that specializes and advises technology companies on merging and acquisitions and strategy. He worked previously as an investment bank analyst in New York. Mark, how in the world did you get involved writing a book about aliens? <laughs> George, I asked myself that the same question. Um, and welcome back, by the way. Th- thank you. It's good to talk to you again. You know, when I started in 2016, kind of revising my worldview, starting with this topic of consciousness, inevitably I began questioning everything. And my research, you know, as I dug into things further and further, I saw that there was a lot of evidence for uh, the existence of non-human intelligence. And that led me to write another book. Fantastic. We're going to talk about your first book later on this hour. But let's talk about this new one and end to Upside Down Contact. The subtitle is important, UFOs, Aliens, and Spirits, and Why Their Ongoing Interaction with Human Civilization Matters. That's happening in a big way, isn't it? It is, and it's amazing that we're starting to get more mainstream conversation about this, that we're seeing congressional hearings and things of that nature. These ideas have been taboo for such a long time, and at least now they're, they're part of the discussion. Um, they're still somewhat fringe, 
but people are asking questions because if there's advanced life and it's interacting with our civilization, we need to know about it. Tell me about the title of the book, An End to Upside-Down Contact. Well, I explore what I call six fallacies about the notion of contact, and that's why I call it upside-down contact. The first is that contact isn't real. That would be the mainstream consensus reality is that humans are the top of the food chain. Um, There's lots of evidence to the contrary. But not only is there the existence of non-human intelligence, it's, it's, there's a spectrum of what you might call good and evil. Some people I see tend to think that these beings are exclusively good, and some would say they're exclusively evil. To me, there's a spectrum. Um, and then there's some additional assumption fallacies that I look at. For example, the notion that this is just a fringe phenomenon where the beings exist, but they're not really interacting with us. I think there's a lot of evidence that they are interacting with us now and have been for a very long time. Why have you grouped in UFOs, aliens, with spirits? It's a great question. I'm looking at contact from the lens of non-human intelligence. And particularly based on my prior work with consciousness, when people are in near-death experiences, for example, they encounter other beings. And I personally haven't had those experiences, but it makes me wonder whether the delineations we're making are based on limitations of human language and maybe they are the same species being called different names, or maybe they are different species, but we don't know how to delineate it if people haven't actually had the experience. Define for us an alien abduction. So these are instances where a person alleges to be taken aboard a craft and typically has procedures done, often reproductive procedures done by these quote-unquote alien beings, and this, to me, sound, sounded like a crazy thing. And then I learned that the former head of psychiatry at Harvard studied this extensively and concluded that people were reporting these consistently and that they were not psychotic. So um, this is a very important thing if it's actually happening where people are being taken aboard crafts. Now you say if. Are you still on the fence on that? I think it's real. I would say if because... You just never know, but I think there's a, a lot of evidence for it. What do they want? Is it a hybridization program? What are they doing? It's a great question. There does seem to be a hybridization program. That's what's often reported, is that there is a species that's part human and part, which you might call it alien, whatever this other species is, or maybe multiple species. Now, what they're doing, George, there's a lot of debate among the researchers. So. Let's take the John Mack perspective from Harvard. Sure. He tended to view these abductions as part of an evolutionary insurance program almost. And this is based on what the abductees told him, where it was essentially benevolent that if, if humanity destroyed itself, this would allow for the continuation of the species. And abductions also would allow the abductees to have some kind of a spiritual improvement, because that was often imp- reported. And that would be, let's call that the positive take. There's also a more negative take that has been suggested. Um, David Jacobs from Temple University has espoused this idea based on the abductees he's spoken with, which is the notion that hybridization is to create a covert race that wants to take over the planet but would blend in with humanity, and we wouldn't necessarily know that they're actually hybrids. In Chapter 8, you write about UFOs and nukes. Tell me about that tie-in. Sure. So this, this is based on work done by Robert Hastings. He wrote a, an extensive book several years ago looking at cases where UFOs 
seem to be interacting with nuclear missile facilities. And this occurs in, in two ways, where these, these crafts are appearing where the nukes are turned off in some cases, and the people manning the nukes are saying, what's going on here? And then there's a craft reported. And in other cases, the nukes are turned on, but then not launched. So something seems to be happening at these facilities. And people wonder why. Is it, is it because, the, if let's say it is aliens that are intervening, what's going on? And I listened to an interesting interview with um, Philip Corso, Jr. He's the son of Philip Corso, who wrote the book The Day After Roswell. Right. And Philip himself claims to have uh, worked on technology from the crash site. And gave and it to companies. And gave it to companies, exactly. So technology in our world, he claimed, came from this 1947 crash. What his son said is that his father, Philip, spoke with Teller, who worked on the nuclear bomb. Edward Teller. And Edward Teller. And allegedly, Teller said that the nukes somehow impacted other dimensions, and the aliens began coming to Earth more after the, the nukes were developed because they were being negatively impacted by the nuclear explosion. So they have an interest in us not setting off nukes. Do you think we were seated by the ETs, Mark? Are they are gods. Hmm. I don't know, but I'm, I'm much more open to that than I used to be. Um, number one, we're, we're very new to the study of genetics, and I think there's a lot we'll uncover about our own genes. We're just starting to figure it out over the last few decades. And if we look back at some of the ancient stories, we could interpret those as um, ancient religious stories. We could interpret those as cases of, of alien intervention. And one famous case is that of Zachariah Sitchin, who talks about the Anunnaki race that came to Earth and genetically modified humans to create us. Um, also, Paul Wallace, an Australian archdeacon, has, has revised his views, his traditionally Christian views, to say, look, if we, if we look at the Bible and also other stories, the Bible references Elohim as God. That's one of the names for God. And that could be construed as a plural term, meaning multiple gods. And if you read Genesis and the Bible from that lens, you could say that this was a group of gods that came in and genetically created humanity. And there are other stories he references, the Popol Vuh from Mesoamerica um, and, and others from around the world, from Nigeria, where it seems as though these cultures are talking about advanced intelligences coming to Earth and intervening, sometimes genetically. Mark, did you come across anything that surprised you in your research for the book? Yes. So going back to the topic of abduction, I was looking at studies done on DMT, dimethyltryptamine, yes. psychedelic, and the work done by Rick Strassman over the last few decades from New University of New Mexico. He was just trying to understand the psychedelic DMT by giving it intravenously. And what he found to his great surprise is that people were reporting things. First of all, they reported encountering beings like other intelligences, but they also reported things that we hear from alien abduction encounters. And this was coming from a scientist who knew nothing about abductions at the time, and he said his volunteers didn't know about abductions, and yet this was being reported under the influence of DMT, which makes one wonder, what is happening? Is this a phenomenon of consciousness where there's an unlocking of the brain that allows us to access these other dimensions where these beings exist? I don't know.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do you think of the Barney and Betty Hill case? So this is the first major abduction case to hit the map in the early 1960s. Um, I think it's very interesting. And the way I look at abductions, George, is that I try not to put anything on any one case because there's so many variables, and this was a long time ago, and you know, there can be debates over the evidence. I think there's a lot of evidence in that one, but to me it's the accumulation of cases. There are so many of them. And there was a study, it's called the FREE study, F-R-E-E, done by Ray Hernandez and a number of other credible scientists who studied over 3,000 accounts of, uh, of contact with non-human intelligence. And you find commonalities when you look at thousands of cases, and that's just one study. To me, that's more powerful than any one case. Mark, what happens to the people who've been abducted psychologically after the fact? It depends. And John Mack, who was a psychiatrist at Harvard, talked about this, that for some people this was transformative in a very positive way, almost like in the the way a person has a near-death experience and comes back and is spiritually transformed. Actually, Kenneth Ring from the University of Connecticut made this comparison of near-death experiences to UFO encounters, a very positive spiritual transformation. But Mack also said that this phenomenon, if, if people didn't absorb it in the right way, it could be very traumatic for them. And indeed, for many people, apparently it has been traumatic. I haven't experienced it myself. So it really depends, I guess, on the nature of the experience and then also for the person, how they are able to absorb what happened. It could be a horrible experience for them, can it? Yes, absolutely. That's often reported. Or it could be something wonderful. Sometimes people have miracle healings. There are many reports of that. And even in cases where it is a horrible experience, 
similar to the kind of spiritual awakening process where a person has a dark night of the soul, a traumatic experience in life that then leads to some kind of metamorphosis in a positive way. That is reported sometimes in abductions. It's horrible, but then they realize it has a positive effect way down the line. I don't want to make this too controversial for you, but when you read Genesis in the Bible and you put in ETs for everything, fallen angels, everything, it makes sense. It does to me too, George. That's something I do talk about in my book and end upside down contact, that we could view these stories, these ancient religious stories as actual history in some capacity, and the beings that were described were just advanced beings. They weren't the universal consciousness, per se, but they are just more advanced than humans. And that's when I, going back to the term Elohim, they could be construed as a group of aliens that were intervening with humans, and that's what Genesis might be about. And it doesn't negate one's belief in God by any means, does it? No, and it doesn't for me either. The notion that that there is a higher power still exists, but there are many species that exist within the universe or universes. I think it's completely compatible. Mark, every year, hundreds of thousands of people disappear on this planet. They're just simply gone. They vanish. Might they be abducted by ETs and just never returned? It's certainly possible, because there are so many of these cases of abductions. And uh, Paul Wallace, the Australian archdeacon that I mentioned, he references the legends of the Mamiwata from Ghana and other areas of, of Africa. What is a Mamiwata? Uh, an intelligent humanoid species that, in their legends that abduct people and take them, and then actually sometimes bring them back, and the person comes back with greater health and, and um, positive attributes. Interesting. So they intermix um, with us. They, there is a breeding program, allegedly, that's reported. So it does make me wonder, George, are there other cases like this around the world where people are taken, and, and we don't know why from our earthly lens, but maybe something is happening uh, with higher intelligences. That is pretty dramatic, isn't it? I would imagine. I haven't experienced it, but it sounds like it could be very traumatic. I will say this, though, from my research. It appears that many people have their memory essentially wiped. It's known as missing time. And this even goes for Kerry Mullis, a Nobel Prize winner in chemistry. He encountered what he called a glowing raccoon, Nobel Prize winner in chemistry. And then a few hours passed, and he was back. Um, this is a very common report. So people remember something, then there's missing time, then they come back, and they don't remember what happened. So some of that trauma might be masked if these beings are able to somehow uh, block our memory or maybe mask the memory to make it look like something it wasn't. What's the most important thing you want people to learn when they read an end to upside-down contact? Well, I think for me it's been very uh, world-changing in terms of my worldview to acknowledge that we're not alone and just understanding reality better um, I think helps us live in a new way when we realize that we're not the top of the food chain and that there's a lot going on beyond what we hear in our education system and in the media. That's pretty dramatic. Can aliens shapeshift? Well, I, I would have laughed at that question a while ago, George, but um, even John Mack from Harvard, he said, based on his research, that aliens appear to be consummate shapeshifters. That's what he said, because the abductees were coming back saying that these beings are able to appear differently. And I mentioned uh, the, the story of the, glow, the glowing raccoon from Kerry Mullis. Yeah. That's a common report. It's known as a screen memory, where the beings can appear to be different things to people. An owl is another one. 
where the being appears as an owl, but then later the, pers- the, the being is remembered, perhaps under hypnosis, as a type of alien. So it seems as though they, have, they know how to manipulate reality in ways that we don't understand from our human lens. What do you think of this battle, Mark, this ongoing battle between good and evil? Is it up there in the E.T. world, too? I think it's in the E.T. world, it's in the human world, it's in all levels of reality. There there seems to be this spectrum of good and evil. And for me, especially relating it to my previous book, An End to Upside Down Liberty, looking at the the global issues we see today, it made me wonder, you know, is is there an attempt to enslave humanity versus a competing agenda to free and liberate humanity? And is that multidimensional? You know, the more I research, the more I do think that's the case. By knowing what we know about the possibility of ETs and abductions, what does that do for us? Well, it gives us greater context to be able to think about our reality and then live and act accordingly. But, so I say that on the one hand. On the other hand, it can be a distraction from our own personal spiritual evolution. And that's something I try to keep in mind as I go through all this, because it's very glamorous, these phenomena, to think about shape-shifting and screen memories and abductions. It's really interesting, and I like that part of it, and I want to learn about it. But it seems, based on my research, that ultimately the onus is on us as individuals to evolve our own consciousness. And as we do that, maybe we'll be able to, to reach a stage where we're interacting with these beings, the benevolent ones, in a new way. So I think it's important both to understand reality and that these beings exist and to study that, but to not lose sight of our own evolution. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.